0: God bless you all on Zoom. We want to say that God is with you and God will bless you greatly as he is blessing us here in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Right and wrong thinking. Amen. Amen? Right and wrong thinking. This is our message as we continue and hopefully conclude today. Let's turn our Bibles to Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7. Proverbs 23 verse 7. Proverbs 23 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, seeth he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Hallelujah. So this is talking about as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. What do you think about yourself? That is how you are. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Judas' heart was not with Jesus as he ate and drank with him. Hallelujah. You see that many of the Psalms are messianic prophecies talking about Judas, my own familiar friend who has eaten bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. Hallelujah. Proverbs 4:23. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23. Amen. Proverbs 4. 23. What does the Bible say in Proverbs 4:23? Let's see what the word of God says. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So God wants you and I to keep our hearts with all diligence, because out of our hearts come the issues of life. We also began to explain from the book of Job how job responded to difficulty how job responded to tragedy how job responded to things that many of us would not be able to handle think about it losing everything it is not going to be an easy thing for anyone including job but job responded the bible says that when he heard that he's lost his business he's lost everything he has lost his 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 livelihood and lost everything you can think of. Think about it. Lost all his children at once. Not that one year, then you have time to uh, breathe. Then you. Everyone lost. The Bible says he shaved his head because the Jewish people. That was a way of mourning: shaving your head, putting ashes, sackcloth, renting your clothes. The Bible says he said. The Bible says he worshipped, and said, "The Lord gives, and the Lord takes away." Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Bible says that Job worshipped. And Job said, if God has given, I, I, what can I do? I just have to praise his name. I'm not happy about it, but I'm going to give a good response. I'm not going to give a bad response. I'm going to give a good response. So how do we respond to difficulty? How do we respond to tragedy? How do we respond to things that have gone away way that is not pleasing to us? So that's why Job 1.20 says, Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head. Those times you shave your head also. And fell down upon the ground and worshipped. And then verse 21. And said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb. Before, when I came out of my mother's womb, my children were not there. They are for God. My business was not there. And naked, I will return. When I return, I will not return with my children. I will not return with my substance. But it's still painful. So he mourned. That's why there is the shaving of the head, the the renting of the clothes, ashes and sackcloth. And the Lord gave me everything I have. And the Lord had taken away. But blessed be the name of the Lord. Hey, what a response. What a response. May you and I respond accordingly when God does something in our lives. And remember, the Bible says that God will never allow you and I to be tempted above what we are able. For he would always make a way of escape so that we will be able to bear it. So it means that whatever happens in my life, I can bear it. Whatever happens in your life, you can bear it. God will never give us something we cannot deal with. Something we cannot handle. It means that if the situation comes, we can handle it. Whatever it is. No matter how bad it is. No matter what the situation is. Because there is time for a blessing. It's just a matter of time. God is sharpening you and I. Many of us, God is just sharpening you like an arrow. If if, 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 If you want an arrow to go very far... You just stretch it just a bit. I'm not talking about man. Man doesn't test. God is the one who has the power to test. It's either man, God, or the devil. We are not supposed to be tempting or testing people. At least not in the Bible. Yeah. Hallelujah. You didn't see Peter or Paul saying, I'm testing you. Peter or Paul would say, I want to see if you obey me. But they are not testing you to see if you fall off. That's between God and the devil. Hallelujah. So if God is testing you, Or allowing you to go through a trial and he's stretching. Imagine if you have an arrow, a bow and an arrow. And you stretch the bow, you you just move it just a bit. How far will the arrow go? How far will the arrow go? If you stretch it just a bit and you leave it, it won't go far. But if you stretch it very, very far back and you leave it, what will happen? It will go very, very far. In the same way, sometimes the ones who are going to go very far need to be stretched a bit. I said, the ones who need to go very far need to be stretched a bit. So sometimes God is just stretching things out. But you and I need to stand the test. Yes, Abraham, you ask yourself, Abraham was faithful to God, but nevertheless, Abraham succumbed twice. But God was not looking at the, 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 the process. What Abraham did, what do I mean by that? He, God told him, I'll give you a child from your wife. But Abraham was able to succumb. Well, it could be that, He succumbed because he was eyeing Hagar and wanted Hagar anyway. That could be possible. And maybe that's why God said, you know what, okay, we'll leave it. Or he faltered by, he still had faith, but maybe he missed it by going into Hagar, thinking that that was a promise. Another one was when he lied about his wife. But yeah, even if they were cousins or not, it was different from a sibling. How many are getting what I'm saying? But God just saw the end result, that Abraham proved himself and he was faithful. But what did Abraham go through? What did David go through? What did the heroes of faith go through? What did Daniel go through? The lion's den, he was taken as a captive, one of the the, the royal, from one of the royal families, he was taken as a captive from Judah to Babylon. What about Joseph? What did he go through? What have you been through? What have you survived? Hallelujah. So Job went through a lot of difficulty, but he was able to come up on top, out on top. Hallelujah. And then I said that people need to be very careful. Sometimes when I listen to preaching or I hear about preaching and what people see, I sometimes ask myself, do they know God? You might have a title, but do you know God? Because if you know God, you'll be careful. Because God has said, you you, you don't know what God, you don't know what is happening. So you and I must be very careful when we are speaking, when we are judging things. Because God is too great. And God has his plan, his master plan for you and I. Look at what happened to all the heroes of faith. But it was a process God took them through. So you and I just need to be careful and not be like Job's friends. Because Job's friends... We're accusing God falsely because I mean imagine you say that oh God cannot be. How can someone say that God will be unfair to do A B C? Hallelujah. Don't don't, be careful what you say. Like, if what you are saying is that God will never be unfair to do this, but what if He did it? Then you are calling God unfair. How many are getting what I'm saying? So let's be careful what we say. Don't speak. Out of presumption, be careful, because Job's friends spoke, and said that God is doing this because He's punishing you. So it means that when when someone goes through a difficulty or someone loses something, be careful what you say. What? I, let me show you a verse in Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah. Oh. The righteous perisheth. Isaiah fifty-seven. Verse one or two. Isaiah okay. Isaiah fifty-seven one. The righteous perisheth, and no one man lays it to heart. And the merciful men are taken away, not, none considering that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. Taken away from who? By who? Who is the one taking away the, the righteous person? God. So let's be, let's, sometimes it's very important to be silent about things. Jim Baker and some of these people, you see some pastors who are criticizing them, criticizing them. Yes, they, they, whether they did right or wrong is between them and God. I don't know too much about the story, but all I know is that there was criticism. And the people who criticized, they entered into worse situations. It's very important to be careful. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people might be very strong about something today, and they will be worse than the people they are talking about. Hallelujah. So it's very important not to judge people. Yes, someone has fornicated. Someone has, is pregnant. It's okay. Just pray for them and leave it. Don't judge. Many people become judges, but maybe the one who had did that is now going to be God's star, God's hero. Like David. If David was in the church today, no one would even want him to preach in their pulpit. But God would have found a pulpit for David because David was a man after God's own heart. I don't know I'm saying something to someone. So let's be careful how we respond to things. Because you might be surprised that you are speaking against something God is in. Because you you don't know God is too big to say that, to give up. God is too big for you and I to see what is happening and give up on on God. God is too big for you and I to see what is happening to, to give up on someone. That's why we never should give up on someone. Even if the person is dead, you can still pr- trust God that the person will rise. Never give up on anyone. Never give up on anyone because you never know what God is doing in their lives. I remember myself, many people thought this guy, he's a, he's, he doesn't believe in God. He's, oh, he's, he likes to party and all these things. When I was in high school, university, oh, this guy, there's nothing to him. But God knew he was going to save me. Amen. Just like there are many out there who, who, who people feel that they will never amount to anything. Like this brother here. He can be a prophet easily. Yeah, he is. He doesn't believe it. Just like I didn't believe it in his time. (laughs) Hallelujah. Even the sister is smiling. Yeah, because God is mysterious. All God needs to do is to just capture you. Hallelujah. Capture you and that is it. So watch what you see. Jesus said, every idol word that men shall speak, they shall give an account of on the day of judgment. So I want us to be careful to guard our minds. Job, he never charged God falsely. His wife, his wife, I was reminded last week, I think you you said that. I was reminded that, yes, his wife said that. Why don't you curse God and die? And Job said, why are you talking like one of the foolish women? That was the end of her. We never heard from her in the Bible. That was the end Because Adam Adam was able to be convinced by Eve. So Job could have been convinced by her, but he was too strong. So God wanted to deal with her for even attempting to cause him to uh, lose his integrity. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So all I'm saying is that let's be very careful. God is great, but God is, is so great that you and I cannot predict what he's doing. You can't predict what he's doing in your life. So don't allow the devil to deceive you into thinking that you have lost the battle. Don't allow the devil to deceive you into thinking that you are finished. Yes, the Bible says the righteous man falls seven times, but he will rise. Rejoice not my enemies. For when I fall, I will rise. I will arise. So it means that do not allow the devil to give you fear or allow fear to control you. As for fear, it will come but don't let it control you. Fear has come many is the times or are the times that fear has come. But as fear comes, and I can see that it's trying to grab me, then I do the opposite of fear so far as it is in the will of God. How do I know it's in the will of God? The word of God. If God says go here and go and preach, or God says go and do something, it's the word of God. The Bible gave us the great commission. Go. The Bible did not give us any conditions about it. Do it. That's all. You can put your hands together for the Lord. The Bible didn't say because of this. So, if it is in the Bible, we know it is the will of God 100%. So, you go for it. But in the midst of it, you could be in fear. But in spite of the fear, you go into it because it is God's will. Unless you hear God say it like David, that no, don't go, uh, King David, don't go to this one. Hallelujah. That guy, you, you told me about him. What's his name? Who went to the island. Yes, you told me. Yeah, what's his name? I'm looking for his name. Yes, you're getting the name. That guy, maybe God told him to go. Maybe he had done his work. He was, he was out about to go. That was it. He had finished his work on earth. and It was time to go. So those around should have the mindset that it, he is not lost. It is not poor him. Because it's rather we we are now we we are now fighting. He has finished. He died well. He died preaching. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. John, John Chow. Chow. Yes. How do you spell the Chow? C H A U. Oh, poor him. Oh, sad. No, 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 no. In heaven, they they don't know what you are talking about. Sad who? He has finished his course. When Apostle Paul was being, going to be beheaded, he said, I fought the fight. I fought the good fight of it. I finished my course, so it's time to go. Because to him, it was better to be in, with God. That was more better than to be in the earth. But it was for the care of the church that he was on earth. Otherwise, he didn't see the need to be in the, on earth. Of course, you and I are going to live to 90, 900. We are, yes. But we are talking about examples of people who went because it was their time have the you and I must, I must have the right mindset because all things are for our sake amen. all things are for our sake romans eight twenty eight says for we know who hallelujah 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 as for we know those on zoom are you listening for we know, for we know. let's test it whether it's working for we know can you say amen, amen. very good for we know that all things work together for good for good, who oh, glory for good means yes, you lost it, but it's for your good, you lost a job, but it's for your good. There, there are a number of people who lost their jobs, all I asked, do you pay tithe, they said yes, and I said, God is promoting you, that's why you've Amen. lost it, so sit down, coast through until they got a job, and in much more, Amen. yeah, just sit down and coast, relax because. It, it, it looks like it is for your downfall, but it's actually for your promotion. Because the way you are, you would have stayed there and earned that salary for 10 years. But God wanted to give you 1.5 times or 2 times your salary, and he needed to move you by force. He maketh me, glory to God. He leadeth me. Don't you put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah, That is our God. And you and I must know that all things, whether good or bad, all things work together for good. Including losing your phone for a short time, for good. (laughs) Including losing that boy, it's it's good. Including losing that girl, that's making you sad. Including that beloved, in church we don't say boyfriend, that beloved. Because the world says boyfriend and boyfriend, girlfriend, they are acting a certain way. My preaching, <laughs> including losing them, is for your good. Inclus- including whatever it is, whether good, whether bad, whether good, whether bad, whether ugly, whether sad, whether happy, all things work together for good. God will ensure it. I sometimes think about it how great god is from the creation of the universe before the foundations of the earth he knew us and he, he had, had already ordained us christ had already been slain before the foundation of the world so it means that god from adam's uh, uh, creation or the earth's creation to whatever happened in the gap theory Adam be, uh, being created, all the way to now, and then to Revelation. If you think about it, God has spoken a word in Genesis about the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. The, the, hallelujah! The serpent, the seed of the woman. God has already prophesied that. God has spoken many things in Genesis. He prom- He told Abraham that yes, your descendants will be great, but they'll be slaves for. 400 years, 430 years, depending on where you, the angle you come from. Those who understand what I'm talking about, Acts and Genesis, hallelujah, for 430 years. So God had given that word. Now he's able to make all that happen, how he was able to gather the children of Israel and cause Pharaoh to be displeased with them, even though Joseph helped Israel, uh, sorry, uh, Egypt. And how he was able to get Pharaoh to enslave them, how he was able to deliver them how he was able to say that the Jews will be scattered all over the world how he was able to bring back the nation of Israel all in the Bible, how God is able to figure all these things out from creation all the way till the devil is destroyed every word he has spoken he watches over his word to perform it he watches it, make sure that every single thing that has been written nothing will be disallowed or will not work what a great God and then, and then the Bible says, look at Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. I'm preaching to somebody here. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. The Bible says, uh, yeah, yeah, let's get it. Who being, that's talking about our Mashiach. If I, let's start from 1 one to 3. How our God is great. How great is our God. I, ever since I was young, I loved this song, How Great Thou Art. Even when I was an unbeliever, I liked it. How much more am I Christian now when I understand how great Christ is? when you see the stars who glory mm-hmm. god who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son whom he hath appointed heir of all things by whom glory By whom also also he made the worlds. This word, worlds, is the universe. Everything that exists. Cosmos, galaxies, whatever it is. Yes. Verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Check this out. And upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down uh, on the right hand of the majesty on high. No time to go into it, but when you look at Isaiah especially and the Psalms, you see the Bible talking about the fact that and God who stretches the heavens like a curtain. Who glory to God. Who stretches the heavens like a curtain. God who, 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 who is around the circle of the earth. And then, People thought the earth was flat because you can go, you can go travel, whether it's air, ship, you won't see a circle. But the earth is a circle because it was only when you went out of space that you see a circle. Oh glory. You can put your hands together for the Lord. So science is evolving because science was also saying that the world was flat. And many things science was saying. Science didn't know about bacteria. So the pregnant women will do the surgery, the baby will come out, or they'll have surgery, and ah, the person is dead, what's happened? So science is still evolving, otherwise cancer will be cured. Otherwise we would have gone to the, the next galaxy. So it means that science is still evolving. But, but God, the Bible is not evolving, the Bible is true. That's why long before science found out that the earth is a circle, it was proved. Also, long before science found out that the heavens are expanding. Right now, astronomy, the, the, the universe is expanding because they see distant stars or, or galaxies exploding and moving. They can tell that the speed of light, from the speed of light, that it's, 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 it's expanding, moving away from each other. Galaxies start moving away from each other. But the Bible has said it already God who stretches the heavens like a curtain. The God is, our God is great. So God, God if he's that, he, he, because he's that great, he knows how to figure your life out and my life Amen. out. He knows what to do. I said, God knows what to do. Amen. So you and I must guard our minds, guard our hearts. That's why Job said, look, you are too great. You are big. As for me, I'm nothing. I, I cares the day I was born, but you are great, oh God. You are great. And Job said, when God started to brag, who glory to God, I have to read Job again. When God started to brag, why were you when I was doing this? Why were you when I was sitting on on the cherubim? Why were you when I was sitting in the air? I was doing this, I was doing that, when I formed the universe. And Job said, oh, God, I've spoken of things too high for me. Too high. Unfortunately, many Christians speak of things too high for them. Too high for them. Hallelujah. So you and I must guard our hearts. Guard our minds. Do not allow fear to cripple you. As for fear, there it will come. If I say fear will not come, it will come. Someone will have a dream. I've heard now people have dreams. You have a dream, some bad situation, but you, 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 you just wipe it off. Some people say it means long life. Whatever it means, you can't fear anything. You have to do what you got to do. Hallelujah. As for fear, it will come to everyone. But when it comes, what are you doing? If our God himself, he was tempted to fear, but he didn't fear. He said, Lord, if it be possible. Oh, if it is only possible. I know you all think you can. There's nothing you can't do. You can do all things, oh God. Father God, you can- I know you can do all things. There is nothing you cannot do. So if it is possible, let this cup. Yes, I came to this world for this reason. But it is a great cup. L- oh, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Immediately. Now, is it immediately or not? I know it took an hour. So we just know what you was said. But there was a lot of discussion. But whatever, whether it was a second, an hour, whatever. After he said that, what we know is that he said, "Nevertheless." I said what? Nevertheless, 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 not my will. That's where you realize that they have separate wills, but are one will. I'll explain that. So no one says that I'm blaspheming. Nevertheless, not my will, but Thou will. Now, what do I mean by that? Their will has as they, they've, they've coexisted as one, one God, their will has never, ever been different for you to even tell that there are three wills. The Holy Spirit, as severally, he gives the gifts to everyone severally, as he wills. Their wills, if it wasn't for the incarnation, what is the incarnation? When Christophany is, well, that's the Old Testament appearance of Christ, but the incarnation is Christ incarnate, when he, 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 God became a man. It was only in his incarnation that there was ever a word of your will, my will. Because throughout eternity, the will of God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit is equal. You can't tell the difference. Let us make man equal. I don't know if you're against what I'm saying. But it was at this point that we realized that, wow, even though they have... God the Father has his will. God the Son has his will. God the Holy Spirit has his will. It can never be separated. It's still one will. But it was just at this point that he said, Nevertheless, not my will, but your will. So the Son in his incarnation was able to make sure that his will and his Father's will remain the same. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. So you and I, we must also pray that prayer. Lord, nevertheless, not my will. Not my will, but your will. But it's a prayer that you have to pray with caution. (laughs) (laughs) You have to pray with caution because God's will is not always pleasant. Mm -hmm. Rick talked about, in his book Final Quest, talked about certain doors. He went up and then there was a, a nice door. That looked really nice. And there was a dark, nasty, unassuming, unapproachable door now the wisdom angels said wh- which door do you think is god's will of course you say the nice one but it was actually the unassuming door the door that would take more effort that doesn't look nice because that door would lead to a great blessing bigger than the small door the nice door that's why the kingdom of god is like a man who bought a field and there was great treasure but he needed to search Search for it. Search for it. Search for it. I don't know if I'm saying something to you, but you and I must pray, Lord, I pray for your will. I've prayed it, and I need to keep praying it. You and I must pray, Lord, not my will, so that an, a, another will, my will, I don't want my will to be done. I don't want any person's will to be done by God's will. Do you know that God's will is different from my will god's will is different from your will god will is different from me as your pastor's will god's will is different from my parents will god's will is different from any other person's will even though there are times that they are together many times god's will is the same as my will your will and our parents will our pastors will but it is not always the same hallelujah there's a very big, good book on the art of hearing that will explain that. Hallelujah. Amen. Very, very good book on the art of hearing that explains that the will of God is different from the will of anyone else. Because when you put, you, you, when, when, when there's a path, Pilgrim's Progress is a very good book too. When, when there's a path that any of us are taking, this and we are thirsty. We've walked a long way and you and I are thirsty. Who? When I say thirsty, you've not drank in a long time. You are hungry, you are thirsty. And there are three paths. One, two, three. This path has only water. This path has water, food, and a table. This path has nothing. Which one will 100,000 people say is God's will? The one that has the water and the food. But it might not necessarily be God's will. Because maybe that could be the devil's will. Or that could be the will of circumstances. Or that could be my own will. Or that could be the will of, yeah, circumstances especially. Circumstances dictate our will many times. But you and I must move past circumstances and look for God's will. And you and I look for God's will in in deep prayer, deep prayer prayer, deep, searching the word. And when I say search the word, I've come to see in these recent times that the Bible, you can make the Bible say anything you want the Bible to say. Someone can take a verse that is connected to God or being faithful to God and say that someone is unfaithful because because they were following God. In quotes, they say. I I don't know if I get to understand, but, but I've come to see how people can take the Bible and twist it I was even watching TBN. So, TBN, I don't watch that Christian television that much now. Because you can take the Bible. There was a person who was preaching uh, God to be conformed to the image of his son was predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. The money came in. Predestination to be conformed to the image of Christ's son, then money, prosperity. They, they, they took it. It's like what is uh, uh, in, in an exam? What is a cell? Oh, A cell, maybe you've you've not studied a cell, but you've studied the human body. (laughs) Or say the human organ. Oh, a cell is close to the human organ. Now, what is the human organ? Then you explain it. So what I'm saying is that slavery and some of the other things, people use the Bible to explain. You can use the Bible to explain slavery or explain anything you want the Bible to explain. But Christians must be duet, must study the word. The Bible says, and the saints that were at Berea were more noble than the saints that were at Thessalonica. Because they searched the scripture. So go to the Bible. When I've preached, when you hear TBN or anything, go to the Bible and pray for the Holy Spirit. Let me show you. A bit. The, 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 pray for the Holy Spirit to give you guidance. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit will explain what I'm telling you explain what you hear on christian television explain what you have you, you hear on your quiet time let me explain this to you let me show you this verse okay second corinthians chapter 3 let's start from verse 13 it's very very important because if you don't understand this, all this preaching will not matter. Because this preaching does not mean take it because I've said it. I remember my pastor always says that take, yes, uh, 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 yes, you 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 you've, you've I've preached, but go and find out. Is it not in the Bible? You and I must search the Bible. The Bible says before we read this verse, the the saints that were at in fact let's start from verse ten, the saints that were at Berea were more noble were more open-minded, were more mature than the saints that were at Thessalonica. Why? Because as soon as the apostles themselves, those who were with Jesus, as soon as they preached the gospel, they went home and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether it was twisted, whether it was twisted to make a point, a good point. Yes, be faithful. But to who? don't do this does that mean that that uh, i I, sh- I shouldn't leave this company so it means that all the companies i was th- there be- i was in before should i go back to them because i was in a certain company i'm, I'm in a company and I, i'm unfaithful so that means all the places i have to go back to my am i making sense i have to go back to my old job you understand so what you what am i saying go to the bible and search the scriptures you and i let's learn that search the bible because if I'm unfaithful for leaving uh, uh, XYZ, A- 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 AXA company, at least I wasn't there, so if I say AXA company, no one in AXA company will fight. You are unfaithful for leaving AXA company. So it means that if I was in John Hopkins' company before AXA company, I was unfaithful to leave from leaving John Hopkins' company to go to AXA. Hallelujah. So, what does the Bible say? So, you and I must read the Bible for ourselves. Hallelujah. Because God is bigger than all this. You and I can't tell who is faithful, who is not faithful. Sometimes when I'm leaving a company, they've paid for exams. They've paid for all these things that I'm leaving. I leave. But sometimes I say, hey, I'm leaving. But it's, it hurts them. They'll say, oh, this is a blow, David. But you have to go, you have to go. And then they send you off at least with a a, 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 a card. And then they ask for your email address, all that stuff, and you go. Hallelujah. For even that which... Okay, verse 11. This is a very important verse. Verse 12. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Verse 13. And not as Moses, which put a veil... In fact, I just use NLT for this because of time. Or ESV, ESV. Not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at. Of course, I can say a lot more about these things, but it's not necessary. Hallelujah. Not like Moses who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. Because there was glory, but that glory was the old glory, old covenant. It was going to be put to an end, yet they were looking at it. Verse 14. But their minds were hardened, for to this day, When they read, I'm telling you how to, what you and I should do to have a good, quiet time where the Holy Spirit will direct us to the truth. But their minds were hardened, for to this day, when they read the Old Covenant, that same veil remains unlifted. Because only through Christ is it taken away. So it means that you can be an unbeliever and read the Bible, but it will not reveal Jesus to you. It is only through Jesus Christ, or only when you are saved, Only when you are saved, only in salvation can that veil be taken away. So it means that there's a veil in everyone, covering everyone's eyes. When we accept Jesus Christ, that veil is taken away. Now this is talking about the law or the word of God. Continue. So now, this is to Christians. So the Bible is saying that the veil to understand the Bible is taken away when we come to Christ. So now... We are Christians here. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. Now, eyes and hearts. Continue. Verse 16. But when one turns. Who? Glory to God. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. So, removed from the eyes and from the heart. Now, who is the Lord? Now, the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom liberty i don't want to even talk about the freedom part but what i want to say is that it means that the spirit the the, the spirit of god it means that before, when you're having your quiet time rely on the holy spirit to give you understanding Amen. as a christian Amen. before you can understand the bible you need to be a christian after being a christian you need to ask the holy spirit or rely on the holy spirit to give you illumination so when i'm, pray, I'm about to have my quiet time oh god please by your holy spirit open my understanding of your word and you get a deep revelation so that when I've preached and it's not working or you can tell that ah Reverend this one is not working you'll be able to tell because the Holy Spirit has given you revelation of it because certain scriptures are very plain hallelujah when you read the scriptures some of them are very clear what the Bible is saying let's leave it at that don't try to mystify the Bible I don't know I'm preaching to somebody. It's very, very important. Very important. So that's why I keep saying, and I've said it many times in the past, many times in the past, that you and I don't preach. I've said it because I heard my pastor say it. Don't at least believe it because I say it. Believe it because you have gone to the Bible to prove what I'm saying. Because the uh, the saints at Berea were more noble, were more mature, were more open-minded than the other sins, that's why they became more mature. So, you and I, we must do the same thing. Amen. We must do the same thing. We must. I said, we must. I said, we must do the same thing. And then, you'll be good. There was a time, the devil was, t- I, I mean, I tried to pray, just like Jesus uh, told us, told the apostles, Could you, not watch me Could you know what you mean for one hour? Could you know what you mean for one hour? Could you know what you mean for one hour? So, I decided to be praying for long time, uh, periods of time from long then but it's, it's it's a lot of work when i'm tired mostly it's, people thought when i'm tired mostly it's because i'm going around visiting people yes i visit people but the thing that kept me tired was the praying because you pray late and wake up either wake up early or pray into the night so i was getting discouraged it's like ah, is this and then i heard someone preaching on tbn or Christian television, there are many of them. TBN is good. All of them have their good things. Whether it's TBN, whether it's... What are all of them? So that they this uh, church channel, whichever one, I heard someone preaching in one of them. And as they were preaching, <coughs> they said, oh, as for me, yeah, you, if you can't find time to pray for, I will just pray 10 minutes here, 5 minutes, just pray whatever time you can get. So uh, I was like, what's going on? What's going on? So the devil was telling me that, ah, uh, Just follow what the person is saying. So what did I do? I went to the scriptures and I did a Bible study on long prayer. And I asked the Holy Spirit for understanding. The verses were overwhelming about the importance of long prayer. When I understood it by the grace of God, that spirit did not attempt to tell me to pray for short hours again. Because God spoke to me himself. So, if you are discouraged about something, go to the Bible and find scriptures about it. If you are afraid, find scriptures where God always told people, fear not. That fear is an evil spirit. Anything that is trying to control you through fear is an evil spirit. So, what do I do? So, it means if I'm always afraid of something, or uh, uh, hopefully you guys are not afraid of me that you are trying to uh, hey, I can't do this, otherwise my father will be angry. I can't, hopefully not. Well, I don't know, she's raising her eyes. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> if I'm talking about doing wrong. I'm not talking about doing wrong. You are just afraid. Now, what you need to do if you are afraid, whether it is you are afraid of sickness, you are afraid of dying, you are afraid of anything, go to the Bible and do a study on fear. By the time you finish the Bible with a study on fear, you'll be encouraged. If you are depressed or you are sad, yes, listen to music, but the music will give you a good high, you'll be encouraged a bit, and then you might go back. But when Jesus the, the light comes, it dispels the darkness, it removes it. So, what do I say? Go to the Bible, find scripture on depression, find scripture on the spirit of heaviness and uplifting, find scriptures. Do a study. When I say study, I mean study. Don't just read it. Take your Bible, take your concordance, or go online, Bible Hub, whatever. Take notebook, or, or well, I, I've stopped using notebook. I had plenty of notebooks. I can't find them. That's why now it's online. <laughs> Evernote, whatever. Type it. Type it out. Do a good Bible study on depression or uplifting, whatever it is, the spirit of joy, whatever, and do a good Bible study on it. When you finish it, you see that that demon will run with terror and flee with terror might come again a few times like he did jesus and he left him for a season but that word that you got from your bible study will be there to say i rebuke you spirit of heaviness out in jesus name yeah find scriptures do a bible study that's why it's good to have the thompson chain bible also that has if you look if you if you type if you write fear Or you open to fear, every verse in the Bible on fear, the word fear, you find it there. Heaviness, every scripture, healing, every scripture. That's how come I was able to write just about every healing scripture. I have it uh, on any for the taking anyone who wants it to can have it. I can just send it to you. I have a word document of just about every healing scripture in the Bible. I have it. It's just it's all you need to do uh, is just send by uh, word. I'll just send it. If you're on Facebook, you zoom, you want, I'll just send it to you. The next thing I need to do is to get a nice voice like my daughter, or so any of the nice voices and they read it like Kenneth again did. Just read it, or you can just take Kenneth again. Kenneth again has a, a, a message on there. he's just reading healing scriptures. But if you want it on word, you want to just have it and read it as you go in the plane, wherever you are, you can just get it. I have it. New Old Testament separate, New Testament too. Hallelujah! Thompson chain makes it easier, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. There are also nice other nice ones, but that's not the message. Yeah, my time is up. Let me just say a couple more things. Thought I'll finish today, but God directed us in a different way. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Second Timothy one seven. Fear. Hmm. Don't be controlled by fear. Fear can control you. Don't be controlled by fear. Rejona's book talked about fear intimidation. Hallelujah. And the devils have a way of doing that where you are afraid to do something good. You are afraid. For God has not given us the spirit of fear or timidity or cowardice, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So it means that you and I can have the right way of thinking by fighting the spirit. See it as an emergency. See it as an emergency and and, and and tell the spirit of fear, I rebuke you, spirit of fear. In just make sure you say in the name of Jesus, you don't have the power to do that without Jesus. Otherwise, it can overtake you even further. I rebuke you, spirit of fear. Amen. Be careful. You, you, you might be in trouble. <laughs> no. In the name of Jesus. That's the access. I rebuke you, spirit of fear, in the name of Jesus Christ. For the Bible says in 2 Timothy 1:7, For God has not given me the spirit of fear, but power, love, and of a sound mind. I cast you out in Jesus' name. Oh, it flees with terror. Even if it tries to stand. Did you hear? I said, I cast you out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. By the time you say the third time, it's fleeing with terror. In between running and flying in terror. Look at Job 3:25. I won't start the next because um, I I won't finish. (laughs) So I'll just read this on fear and then I'll continue the next time, God willing. Let's look at 24 and 25. But it's 25 you want, but 24. For my sighing cometh before I eat, and my roarings are poured out like the waters for the thing for the thing what are you afraid of for the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me and that which I was afraid of is come unto me that I will lose everything that my children will die it doesn't mean anyone who's afraid of that. It's, that God was just test. God was just. It was just something God was doing with Job. It doesn't mean everyone who is afraid of something will happen. We rebuke that spirit in Jesus' name. That spirit is trying to come to you. Fear is not going to just come. God, God, in Jesus Christ, as the apostle and high priest of our profession, the devil can't just have access like that easily. You can't just be cursed anyhow. You can't. You can't. You can't get into trouble easily. When Jesus Christ is interceding at God's right hand, as our advocate, you can't just be cursed. You, 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 cursed. you, you wither. You, you, that, no, that doesn't happen. Or the devil is going to kill me. No, 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 you can't do that. Or I'll get the sickness. No, 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 no. no. Or I'll die of COVID. No, 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 no. It's not, it's, it's not easy for you to die. If you die, then it's God's will. You can't die like that. You, you can't die. You, you, the thing you are afraid of can't easily happen. But at the end of the day, we still shouldn't give fear a foothold. Because the old covenant is inferior to the new covenant. It was a foreshadow. So the thing Job feared had come upon him. But it was, I can't say an experiment, but God was doing something with Job. But you and I, even though we can't easily get into trouble because our advocate is with us. We shouldn't allow an evil spirit to influence us. Because what it can do, at least what it can do is prevent you from receiving your reward. Or prevent you from receiving your blessing. Just behind fear. So say fear is here. Fear is like a black misty smoke which prevents you from seeing the treasures behind it. So what you and I are trying to do in, in Jesus' name or by Jesus or for God or what God has initiated or whatever it is, whether it's a business, whether it's ministry, whatever it is, what God wants us to do, fear is trying to block it. And fear prevents you and I from seeing what is there. So if you and I succumb to fear, we'll miss out. And when we get to heaven, we'll find out, wow, I missed all this. But fear should be removed so that you can receive all the things that God has for you. Receive all the rewards. Oh, glory to God. They are rewards. They are rewards. God cannot punish me or uh, cause me to wither because I want to have crusades and fulfill the great commission. That's what the devil said. But the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God cannot punish you for trying to do your, your best for him. Do your best for God, but just make sure it's God. Just make sure it's God. And that comes by praying, by diligently praying, by seeking the word, by doing what you need to do, and God will bless you. Just make sure that you are directed by God. The greatest way to victory is being directed by the Holy Spirit. Kenneth Hagan said that one of his greatest, the greatest things that moved him to where he is, is how he was able to hear the voice of God and follow it. You and I must decide to Follow the voice of God. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord. Now it has to do with whether it's every aspect of our lives. Where you go to school, where you go to work, what you do in your life, uh, 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 who you marry, whatever it is. Diligently hearken unto the voice of God. Seek the voice of God. But be cautious that there are many voices out there. So which voice are you listening to? Make sure it's God's voice. And you can know that and be confident of that with counsel and with the Bible the most. With the, let me say it properly. Make sure you can find the voice of God clearly through the word of God. And then with counsel. Because the word comes first for counsel. Some people make it counsel and then the word. But it's the word and then counsel. Because the word is the primary way God will direct us. So search the scriptures. And make sure you don't have one scripture, you don't have two, you don't have three. You have many scriptures that will back what you are doing. And then you have a solid foundation for what you are doing. And then God will bless you. And then you will be sure that it's not another voice, but it's the voice of God. I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time. Shall we stand to our feet? Those on Zoom, if you received it, clap for Jesus. Just put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Let's speak to the Lord. Tell him that, that, that song. That's why the song is a good song. I have made you too small in my eyes, oh Lord. Forgive me. I have believed in a lie that you are not able to. Is that it? You are not able to help me. Let's get those words. I have believed a lie. Let, let's tell God that we acknowledge that we have made him too small in our eyes. But He's too big for us to make him small i have made you too small in my eyes oh lord forgive me and i have believed in a lie that you were unable to help me now you and i know that he can help us listen the next what's the next one but now oh lord i see my wrong heal my heart and show yourself strong and in my eyes and with my song oh lord be magnified The one who created the universe and is expanding the universe with his, by the word he's spoken, like a curtain. The one who sits on the circle of the earth, who expands the universe like a curtain, who created a universe, that's God, the one true only God, with his son, the Lord God, Jesus Christ, who is also the second person of the Godhead, with his Holy Spirit, who is also God, not three but one God, this God the only God the only God be magnified the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob the one who we serve, be magnified be glorified we have made you too small in our eyes but oh Lord forgive us we are now going to see you as we should see you that you are big you are great that there's nothing that escapes you there is nothing that can happen or that can ever escape your eyes Be magnified oh god be magnified be magnified be magnified oh be magnified oh lord just speak to him just a few minutes a a couple of minutes just speak to him lord i have made you too small in my eyes lord from now on i want to see you the way i should see you i want to see you as a big god the god who is more than enough the god who 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 stands for us for your people the God who fights our battles the God who said stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and see His mighty hand that same God oh be magnified be magnified Lord be magnified Lord Jesus oh yes give me the right mind and the right heart oh Lord let me judge the way you judge let me see things the way you see things not as man sees but as you see let me judge righteous judgment let me care for the people you care for let me love you oh god speak to him about how to love him how to make him the most important priority in your life jesus should be my priority jesus should be your priority what is my priority what is your priority it should be jesus christ he should be our priority he should be our greatest reward he should be our greatest hope our greatest love the center of our life our joy our hope our existence Jesus yes someone might be watching and saying I'm not perfect pastor if you knew what I do if you knew what goes in my mind yes God knows it and says that you are the you are the apple of his eyes you are the one he died for you are the one he loves and he wants you to come to him he wants you to, to, to make him the center of your life. To make him the center of your life. He knows. He knows. Even when Moses was a murderer, Moses and his associates, I was a murderer. He had murdered. Moses had committed murder. He, he said, who am I? How can you send me? God knows who you are. And God will still use you. God will still separate you. God will still bless you. God will still honor you in the name of Jesus. Whilst we are praying, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, if you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, if you know in your heart that you are far away from God, if you want Jesus Christ to save you, if you want Jesus Christ to, to, to heal you, to forgive you for, of your sins, for your sins, and you want to turn away from your sins and you want to serve Jesus Christ, if you believe that Jesus Christ is God's son and that he died for your sins and that God raised him from the dead, you can be saved. If you want Jesus Christ to save you, then I want you to repeat after me, including all the people who are saved. You, you can never out confess your faith in Jesus Christ or over confess your faith in Jesus Christ. Shall we repeat after me? Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father I come to you in the, in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Confess that Jesus Christ I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Forgive me, for Forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From, all from, today, I to from today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. Thank you Lord Jesus for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. 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 If you've prayed this prayer, you are born again especially if you've prayed it for the first time. I pray for those who have surrendered their lives to Jesus Christ, whether us here, us watching, or will watch. I pray that you keep them, oh God, and you preserve them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We may take our seats. Let's take out a good offering. If you have your tithe, your first and best, tithe is good. Tithe is scriptural. Tight is New Testament. It was so basic and fundamental in the New Testament that Jesus assumed it was, or not assumed, Jesus knew it was standard. So he didn't need to explain it. I mean, would Jesus need to explain that you should brush your teeth or bath? No, because it is a basic thing about life. Basic thing you are taught at the Bar Mitzvah, hallelujah, basic you reach the age of accountability in the same way tithe was a norm that's why Jesus said you tithe and yes you should Jesus said yes you tithe and yes you should tithe so tithe is important in the church and pastors would always have to preach about tithe because that is ordained by God so if you have your tithe your first and best I want to encourage you to just raise your hands where you are but if you are on zoom like all of us on Zoom, you can look on the screen. Uh, ho- yes, and uh, 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 text to give. Hallelujah. 817 826 or PayPal, christreveal 21 at gmail.com or Zell, ChristRevealed21 at gmail.com. Hallelujah, it's all on the screen. Father God, bless those who have tithed. We pray that you open supernatural doors for them this week, O oh God, Open doors. Good phone calls. A smile on their faces. Protection in the name of Jesus. Not only this week, but in the weeks to come. May you preserve them. May you preserve us. And keep us. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you have your offering, you can raise your offering. Father God, bless our offering. Cause us to flourish. Cause us to excel and increase the fruits of our righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes. Doing good. Doing good. Yes, just pass it. Okay. And then you can come. Yes, you can pass it to them. Yes, pass it. Champion, yes. hallelujah. Giants, for when you stand on the feet. every battle you've won, I am who you say I am. Crown me with. Father God, bless our offering, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Champion, hallelujah. So let's just share a word of prayer for those uh, online and for all of us. And then we'll say goodbye uh, for now to those online and then there's those on Zoom will remain. Father God, we bless you and we thank you for every single one of us who have, have been a part of the service. We pray that you keep us. You preserve us. Deliver us, oh God, from evil. We pray, O oh God, for good health and long life. We pray for deliverance from error. Deliver us from deception. Deliver us from evil. Bless and cause us to receive all the spiritual blessings. According to Ephesians O oh God. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and may he give you peace. May God's blessings that make rich and addeth no sorrows be your portion. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you all for joining online. God bless you. God bless you. And shalom, shalom, shalom. Till next time. Hallelujah.